You know what it is. Why is fantasy football so hard? Another week, another loss for your commissioner. I hope everybody's happy. I know everybody is. Everyone out there high-fiving. Probably have their own group chat. Oh, so happy Ramos lost again. This is great. I knew he sucks. I know he doesn't know shit about football. Glad he moved away. Fuck you guys. One and four. Tough loss against Jake. I mean, Jake brought it again. 117 points. You can't argue with that. My favorite game of the week, though. Actually, there were a couple interesting ones. My favorite was the John against Nagel game. Oh, that was rich. Before, it looked like a layup for John. Even John's on the, on the group chat. He's like, yep, getting my first win tonight, probably. This is going to be great. You know, he's got Jordan Reed going against, you know, the guys on New Orleans. I mean, that was... It's kind of a tough draw. That's who knew like the Redskins were gonna just be laying down and letting Drew Brees break records left and right. I didn't know that. I thought John was actually gonna win. Who knew Jordan Reed would score two and a half points? One reception, 21 yards. Thanks for thanks for fucking me. Or John, that is. Um, and uh, so Nagel took that one. In other news, Zach against Mike. Um, who, who saw it coming that Alvin Kamara would shit the bed and score four and a half points? I, I certainly didn't. Mark Ingram, Mr. Thunder. Zach's all in the group chat talking shit. Thunder, let's go. Guy has a huge nutsack, whatever it is. Also, Zach will be on the show later. Looking forward to that. Catching up with the little pip squeak. That kid pulls out another victory. The kid just, he can't, he can't go wrong. Andy gets his first win. 140 points. Strong showing. Love to see that. Brian's dropped his last three games and then fam bro what happened to the undefeated season bro what happened only scored 110 points jeez I mean that's not undefeated fantasy football that's for sure zero points from Brandon Cooks fam you gotta draft guys that aren't gonna get knocked out with concussions we saw this in the Super Bowl you know better than that. I mean, can you rely on the little guy? Now that I say this, he'll score 45 points against me this week, un- undoubtedly. But 113 for Diogo, 110 for Smoochie. Just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, boys. Just the way the cookie crumbles. I'm not upset about it. I essentially need to win every game from here on out. It feels like I should be more than three games back. You know, it just it just feels that way. I know Andy, he's feeling good about a comeback chance. His roster is looking primed and ready to go. But in the most division, it's, it's not all fun and games this year. I mean, Nagel's 4-1. and one. He's scored less than 500 points. I'm not sure how that works. Everybody else is over 600 other than me. Of course, my points against is over 600. I mean, look at the least. No one, no one scored 600 yet. And of course... I'm the only one in the goddamn division that doesn't play John this year. The rest of my division has two games against John. All of them. Fuck my life, right? Coming up next, Zach. All right, folks. We'll see what this kid has to say about his 4-1 start and whatever else he's got going in his, his, his life. If you can even call it that. 
Let's get to it. ZC4 for Rudy. What's going on, Watt? What are you uh what are you using right now? Do you have headphones in or are you on like speaker or something like that? I'm on speaker. How am I doing? Not so hot. I think we're gonna sound a little a lot different here. Do, uh, do you need me to be off speaker? Yeah, take it off speaker or put some headphones in. Alright, so I should I should have told you that ahead of time. Uh I definitely don't have headphones. Yeah, just take it off speaker though. You'll be fine. It's I don't think it's on speaker. I don't think it can be on speaker to be honest. Oh, it's on the speaker, not like on speaker. No, it's on like my speakerphone. Yeah. No, it's not on like a speaker. It's on my phone. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we're good. Okay. So how's life, dude? What's going on? I don't know, kind of kind of same old man. Just making spreadsheets. Eating. Lifting. Fucking up your phone? Yeah, my phone is pretty fucked up. What are you doing over there? A lot of hubbub. <laughs> All right, I'm settled now. I, I, I could, like, I have the ability to ed- edit this out, but I just want full, raw, you know. I want people to know that you're, like, you're a fucking mess over there. I mean, you, you know, you say people to know, but who's what are, what are the analytics like on this thing? I mean, how many people are listening to this? For some reason, like, it's uh, – I don't know if people listen like multiple times. If you go back to like episode one and two, there's like 25 plays. Must be people listening more than once because I don't think, I don't know if there's anyone random like listening to this. God bless him if there is. Fitzy's just listening to it over and over and over. I hope so. You're late. He's going to fucking kill himself. Dude, he texted me today. He's like, dude, where's the podcast? I was like, dude, because Zach Campbell has a strange schedule. He had to like rework it today. We'll give it to you tomorrow morning or something like that. Yeah, I mean, having to having to go out for two hours after work is a strange, strange schedule. Yeah, so that that reminds me. So you had the you had the work uh, event last night, the work party. So we we're doing this today. Did you did you bring anyone home like usual? <laughs> Dude, uh, I my counsel is here, and and we're gonna have to hit you with a cease and desist if you uh, if you try to expose me on any of this. So I'm taking that as a you're refusing to answer the question. <laughs> no, I didn't come home with that. I have a friend who's six foot two. What? I have a friend who's six foot two. What the hell are you talking about? Well, Guys who are five seven, two hundred pounds. Oh, Pri is over here trying to like hook you up with one of her friends. She's six two, way too tall for you. She's out of your league. Does she like short guys though? Does she like short guys? I showed his picture. He's jacked. Well, I showed his picture. She said he's cute. Oh, she said you're cute. Wow. I didn't expect that. She doesn't that. really know how short he is. Oh, she doesn't know how short he is. Well, he's wider than he is short. He's oh, wider He's wider than he is tall. Okay. I will try once again. Christ. Well, that could, yeah, when you come visit, that could be something for you there. That, that, that's interesting. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll tackle that. That mid-December trip when it comes out. So you live in the North End now. How's how's life in the North End treating you? It's good, man. Cannoli's a lot Walk different right. than where you were living before. What's what's going on? I mean, you've seen the spot. We got this beautiful exposed brick, brick and beam. Love These that. old aged beam. You know, bar cart. We got a we got a real good rustic scene going on here. It's like modern rustic though. Not uh, that not that old school. 
weird rustic stuff. It's the modern rustic. Right, right. Very modern. Because there's, cause there's modern rustic. Because rustic in of, in of itself is just old school. Right, right. So, but it's new school, old school. Exactly. Continue. Um, got a nice Allen Iverson picture up on the wall. Yeah, that's nice. Got Tiger Woods. Um, we got so we got a, a patch, patch shrine in the corner. Oh, we got a pumpkin now because it's fall. I don't think we're gonna cut it. Maybe we'll paint it. Hmm. Nice. Uh, personal touch. I love that. Love that. What about you? What's going on? Um, what's going on? I, I've heard more from. I, I've everything I learned about you. It comes from my mom. Is that true? Because I, I don't even talk to my parents that much. I don't even know if she, they know what's she going talks on. Talks to one or two, finds out the deal, and then she lets me know. Huh. I know. I know everything that's going on. Actually, I'm just trying to make sure you're still willing to share. You want? You just want me to know that you know. Correct. What what do you know? By the way, there's not. I don't even know what I would say. What's like? What's going on? I, I have no fucking. I, I don't know. I mean, can I air this out? I I know, I know about your, your love life plans. My love life plans. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's moving. Like moving to the West Coast. Uh, I did know that actually. Yeah, Seattle. I didn't really. A West Coaster. Dude, I'm a Seattle guy. I'm the West Coast guy. I mean, I'm not yet. I don't want to jinx it, like knock on wood, but yeah, for my job, I'm supposed to be moving out there, so. I'm... Nice, dude. Are you going uh, to grow that beard out? Just start uh, really getting into, like, beers, like really getting into craft beers. <laughs> yeah, like, like there's start. no craft beers over here. We could probably find you something to protest. We could. I mean, that would be, that would be nice. That works. What are you passionate about? Fuck. Uh, sports. Yeah, I don't know. Raising the minimum wage, saving children, you know, rescuing, rescuing animals, all those sorts of things. We'll talk about it. We'll talk more. Rescuing. We'll figure it out. Appreciate the, the insight, though. Thanks for the question. I, I wanted to, uh, you know, a, a topic of, that's come up a couple times over the year, and I think this might be tied into why you moved to the North End. A lot of people think for much of your life you've wanted to be a North kid. I know Brian feels this way. What do you have to, fe- what do you have to say to the, the people that, you know, think that you're shunning the South side and you, you really identify more with the North kids? I mean, you know, it's, I, I get that we've been friends for a long time. You and I, I mean, we've been friends since second grade, but you know, at this point, the, the jealousy that I'm hearing from you, it's really just kind of unbecoming of a commissioner. Do you think I'm jealous that you you're a North, you want to be a North kid? I I think you're jealous of of the North guys. I think you are. You think I'm jealous of Pat and Tuna? Hey, hey, you said his name, not me. Wow, I don't even. I mean, how many North kids are there? You got JCR, you got Tuna. Those are the cool ones I can name. Dude, Fam is as much of a North kid as I am. Fam, you know he doesn't. I don't think fam goes to the lengths that that you do. You've he he's a North kid, but 
he's he does it in a less in a little more respectful way, you know. I actually thought Fan went to North to be honest itself. Hundred <laughs> percent. I actually kind of forgot that I went to high school. I had like science class with him. We weren't friends. Yeah, he like came. I thought he came to South for like classes. How did he end up in this league? Are we friends? I don't know. I really, I don't think I hung out with him in high school. Ever? Huh. Did we? I mean, you were no, with the North kids. Always, but... I, I I don't want to go into too much detail, but he had a good relationship with the North guys. So he was like your gateway friend to the North kids? I uh, yes, the gateway friend. Wow. <laughs> so we should really be blaming Fam for all this. No, no, Ross was uh Ross was my gateway. Ross. Damn it. Damn it, Ross. Damn it, Jesus Ross. Christ. And then after you became the North kid, then Cancun Campbell sort of became the you evolved into Cancun Campbell in Mexico. I don't know if it was so much an evolution as it's I think I'm actually bipolar. And I am, or maybe schizophrenic. Did you? And I have a completely other personality that, you know, comes out when I'm outside of the United States. And that was what, junior year? Were we juniors? Uh, I think it was senior, senior year. Yeah, if everyone doesn't know, we went to, well, I didn't go with them. I just, did I know you guys were going? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We met so up. we met up. We went to a little spring break in Cancun. <laughs> Campbell made uh, a name for himself, literally made a name for himself, Cancun Campbell. And uh, I think I think that – I think you just peaked at Cancun. Is that fair to say? Uh, my lawyer has given me the, uh, the cut-it-off signal. You peaked. I won't go into uh, detail, you know, but you did you peak in Cancun? We could just leave it at that. Oh, I, I – <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even know the – there are still kids that, you know, in ran all parts of the country, right? Like, there's some kid in fucking Phoenix, Arizona right now who's telling the story about Mr. Pink. <laughs> yeah, we'll take, we'll take that <laughs> offline. You know, I, I don't feel proud or ashamed of that. It's just kind of – It's, just it's a fact of life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even – I was there, and I, I've only heard whispers, and, you know, the legend precedes you for sure. It was probably the probably the smartest thing you've ever done. How many times? How many times have you gotten laid off that? Just been like, yeah, I'm Cancun Campbell. Oh my god! Wait, what was that? I didn't catch that. Any press is good press, you know. I just had to. Any press is good press, and which brings me to the next, you know, topic. I just want to, you know, you you hold up the Snapchat and the TFL, like. You got to be ninety percent of the snaps in there, so you're like yeah. you're the press guy. You make sure everyone knows you're lifting, you're eating, you're eating your beef, mac and cheese, and beer. Today you had the beef going, which was good. Yeah. Obviously, you're not going to eat. You're not going to you're not going to grow if you don't eat. And um, can you can you extrapolate? What'd you, what'd you make today? What what was going on? Did you wrap that up in a tortilla? Maybe throw some ketchup on there today. I, you know what? I actually did both of those things. Did you really? I, uh, I, I took the beef and I threw it in a quesadilla with some cheese. <laughs> I ran out of shredded cheese, so I had to I had to use some slices of Swiss and I just kind of ripped them up. Oh my god! And I threw it in the oven. Um, you know, get it nice and crispy on the outside, and then I dipped it in ketchup. It was 
cheeseburger. Dude, you could yeah. definitely work at a junior high school with the quality of meat, meals that you're putting together there. Those are like, it's complicated yeah. shit. Yeah. I, I love that you keep it simple, though. Do you even use a side or you're just like, no, I'll get a glass of milk, have my beef, you know, taco, and that's about it? Uh, it's pretty much it, yeah. I'm going to probably have a protein shake and some peanut butter later. That's good stuff. And did uh, – did are these meals – like, can we assume that Dre is eating these things? Is this part of the program? Uh, yeah, actually, I, what, what we haven't discussed is that my diet is entirely dictated by him. Oh, please continue. Like, he prescribes every single, you know, quesadilla – Every single fucking scoop of ice cream, every Bud Light. Nothing touches your tongue without Dre knowing about it. It's precisely it, yeah. That's fantastic. And, and he's got you on the weight program as well? Yeah. How much do you weigh now? What did you weigh two years ago, and what's the goal? Um, I weigh about 193 pounds right now. Um, I graduated high school at like 120. You know me. 120? You're kidding, yeah. right? I graduated high school, probably. Jesus. 120, 125? 120 or 145? No, 120, 125. Oh, I was going to say, it's a big range there. I was, uh, you know, I was a runner. That's true. You were a little now, I was son of a bitch. Like to... You still with us here, kid? I'm, uh, yep, I'm here. <laughs> what happened to you? Would you fall down? Yeah. There you go. Your lawyer tackled you. <laughs> so you gained seventy pounds in the past like six years. Uh, yeah, probably. There you go. About that. And where are you trying to get to? Like two twenty-five? You want to be bigger than Mike? <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm gonna turn it around in like a couple weeks and lay off. Getting a little too fat for my own good. <laughs> Well, I, I was and he told me I have the widest back he's ever seen. Who said that, Dre? Brian. Brian. And you know, it's a good compliment coming from him. That's it's true. He's seen a lot of. He doesn't. Listen, he's seen way. a lot of backs. What'd you say? He doesn't listen to the podcast. I'm sure he doesn't. Because the thing was, we were hanging out the other day. We were hanging out the other day, and he goes, "Dre, when are you gonna fucking be on the podcast?" like, dude, did you miss the fucking 90-minute dissertation that game on Sony Michelle? <laughs> That's just embarrassing. Well, the funny thing is, is, like, I told him about it first, and we were going to be, like, doing it together. And then, you know, one day he was like, oh, I'll do it without me, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, all right. So I just did it by myself. Kind of like, I was like, I figured out, like, yeah, he'll probably text me when he wants to go back in. He didn't the next week. And then the week after, I was like, hey, you want to uh, do it this week? He's like, yeah, let's do it, blah, blah, blah. And then he canceled at the last minute again. So I was like, all right. Like, you just let me know if you want to, like, do it again. But I was assuming he wasn't doing it. He's too busy baking cookies with his grandma, dude. Correct. You know? You know, he's getting, he's getting paid to do that. He's not doing it out of the goodness of his heart. He's getting, he has a job now? <laughs> I mean, no, he gets paid to hang out with the old lady. <laughs> For for what is this like some sort of program? Uh, I have I have no idea. It's, it's a business relationship. Sounds shady. Yeah. Does it make you feel weird? Like it makes me feel weird? <laughs> nah, man. I mean, Brian's kind of out there. Does he have to buy the ingredients, or she just has them? 
Uh, that's a good question. I don't know if that comes out of his uh, paycheck or not. <laughs> he expenses them. He expenses yeah, like exactly. the, the six bucks for the dough. <laughs> He's like, I'm not, I'm not paying for this shit. That's that's an hour of work. Good for him. Well, we just got to be happy he's still setting lineups. Yeah, dude. Seriously. I mean, I caught a pretty big break when he didn't fucking play Jared Goff. That was interesting. Weren't you going to win anyways, though? Yeah. um, I would have won by half a point. It would have been pretty ugly, though. When, When he texted, like, in the middle of the morning, like, in the middle of the night, I was under the assumption, like, when he was, oh, like... Can you put him in my lineup, bro? I thought in the morning everyone would be like, dude, Ramos, like, you know he wanted to start him. Like, put him in. You're the commissioner. You can, like, make the change. I thought I was going to have to fight back everybody in the league against that decision. So I was happy when fam was just like, LOL, and everyone was just like, you know, fuck you, Brian. I was like, oh, great. I thought I was going to have to a big PR battle, you know what I mean? Do we know how, how Diogo and Mike felt about it, or? How they feel about anything at all? I don't know. Not, we can say we can say whatever we want. They're not going to listen to it. Yeah, I don't know how how they feel about anything. You don't think Mike does? Mike? No, Mike listens. Mike listens. I think Mike listens. I because I can view the listeners, and Mike has like he's got the anchor account and everything, dude. D- oh, Diogo, God. I don't know. I'm not so sure. He's uh he's off in the he's in the fringes for sure. Not really sure what. I don't. I don't know if he doesn't. I don't think he likes. I don't think he likes me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's just yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Was he like too busy at work? He's like actually got to do his job or something like that. Something weird. I have no idea. Well, let's uh, let's stop bullshitting here. Let's get into the TFL. You've had a great great season, four and one. Congratulations. And. Uh, <sighs> You know the Deshaun Watson thing. We had we had talks going into the year about trading the pick, right? You wouldn't move off the fourth rounder to get nope. to get him in the twelfth. And uh, little did I know that you were you had your sights set on just drafting him anyways. I, you know you went in. I was going to take him right after you took him probably. Swooped in there, took him. You got Saquon early. And then uh, Juju Smith-Schuster was a great pick. How are you feeling about your team? I didn't grade your team very well in the draft. You know, did that did that piss you off? Did you read that? Were you in the? Were you looking at the news cycle there? How I was trashing your team? Yeah, and you know, this is nothing I wasn't prepared for. It kind of, I, I, you know, decided to kind of make a philosophical switch this year and, and really kind of take an aggressive, uh, you know, a really aggressive approach with the upside. You know, it's all about the upside with me. You, and I, you know, I think we've got a really good group of guys, and the upside is really just showing out. So you, you've got some personalities in the locker room. A lot of, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, young player. Saquon, young player. T.Y. and Devontae are young, you know, young, quiet guys. Juju Smith-Schuster can be a little rambunctious. You know, take us through that locker room. What's, what's the pulse of the team right now? Are they feeling confident going into the later stages of the season here? You know, they're, they're feeling good, but, you know, they're really kind of missing their heart in T.Y. right now. Why, he's a little bitch. No, no, he's, he's a fucking, he's a good, honest man. He's a family man. <laughs> he weighs like 120. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're just going to be excited to have him back. Because otherwise, I got to fucking play Ryan Grant, his fucking loser backup. 
yeah, dude. That with Mark Ingram on by, your your options are looking yeah. limited here. Jameson Crowder. Why do you even have Kelvin Benjamin? I don't get it. I almost like fucking like kept Jameson Crowder for like a fucking fifth rounder or something too. Yeah, that would have been that would have been pretty bad. Yeah, catastrophic. Um, you know, I'm really excited to have Mark Ingram back though because. Last week was a pretty pretty big matchup against Mike. Mike put together a really good week. But, uh, you know, I needed Kamara to just stay out of the game. Yeah, that was uh, – Even though he was on my bench, was just out there working for him. Dude, thunder, you know? Thunder. Thunder to his lightning. Who was – The Bollocks just fucking coming in. What were you saying on the, on the chat? I, I'm not remembering. Trent? What the fuck is Trent? <laughs> I'm like – It's like a foreign language to me. Probably what it's probably what Mark Ingram popped for. We'll never know. Huh. huh. Yeah, so you got the you got the big win over Mike. I mean, that's why I traded Alvin Kamara. I was like, dude, Kamara won't get all the touches all the time, and then like late last year he just becomes the greatest fantasy football player of all time. Right. I was like, Great, fantastic. But dude, looking at you, you got let's see here. Let me where's the Jesus Christ. Luckily for you, you, if I can find this, dude, wait, yeah, yep, that's right, Skizzer, and then John, and then Brian. Oh, this is the rest of my season? Dude, the next three weeks, you're... The team win totals are, is three wins. Each team you're playing has one win, win right now. And you got John to end the year. This is ridiculous. Why don't I get to play John? That's my question. John's team is very bad. This will kind of be, you know, Dre's kind of, he, he came back in a big way last week, put up like 140 points or something like that. And his team looks pretty good. He's really lucky that James Conner ended up actually like kind of being a stud. Um, but I, I got to be the dream killer this week. I don't want to do that to my coach, but I got to hurt him. You got to take him out? Yeah. Yeah, if you get five losses, that's kind of the death knell. I mean, you could make it at 7-5, and five, but everyone would have to have, like, a 7-5 and five or 5-7 five and seven record. It happened right. last year, actually, but that's going to be tough. What if, what if he prescripts you to not start a certain guy where if he's like, eat this, and it's like it messes with your motor functions or your, like, you know. Eat raw chicken and give yourself – Food poisoning and hospitalize yourself. Yeah, it's like eat chicken, take Jared Cook out of your lineup, and drop Juju Smith-Schuster. Would you, would you listen? You know, the only thing that's more important than the fucking games is the fucking league, Rama. <laughs> that's what I love to hear. That's just music to my ears. That's beautiful. That's, so that's the attitude that's missing from some people, you know? Not everyone takes it seriously. And that's why, frankly, that's why you're a champion. I'm I'm just looking over my roster here, and I, I remembered what happened to me the other day. I was uh, in the bathroom at work, and I'm taking a piss, you know, minding my own business as you're supposed to do when you're taking a Classic. piss. Classic. And this fucking dude who I hate, like, he's just, you know, 40-year-old dude who I just want nothing to do with. He knows I play fantasy football, so he takes a urinal next to me and chats you up. You know, starts talking to me about fantasy football. As I'm fucking taking At the pick. urinal? Jesus. Hey, I don't want to hear about your fantasy football team under any circumstances. <laughs> well, I definitely don't want to hear about when I'm taking a piss. And 
he starts talking to me. He goes, oh, yeah, you know, my team's really good. I got Shaquan Barkley and Juju Smith-Schuster. And I'm oh, just like, Jesus. you can't just put a phantom H in Saquon Barkley's name. That's just ignorant. What is this, first year? It's Shaq. Shaq Barkley. A squid. Yeah. Anyways. Must be his first time. I digress, yeah. He's not a very popular guy in the office, or you're just an asshole? Uh, I mean, I'm definitely an asshole, but he's definitely not popular. <laughs> Two things can be true. That's fantastic. So, for you, championship or bust this year? You got the, you got the horses? Uh, I think so. I mean, if the upside stays on the up and up. Dude, you and your upside. Could've... I mean, I knew what I was getting into. We were taking risks. I could have sworn Mike was going to beat you when you said upside, and then OBJ caught like a 35-yard touchdown. Oh, that was fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's rich. Perfect. And then uh, I'm actually going to release this tonight. So we got we got Philly and the Giants tonight. You you got any money on the game? Yeah, I actually just right before I hopped on with you, I, I hopped on the Eagles um, uh, minus one and a half. Minus one and a half. Yeah. There you go. They're on the road. They're on the road, yeah. Like, you know, they lost. The, they'll probably be fired up. I think they lost to the Vikings last week. Yep. The Giants uh, suck. Dude, the whole OBJ thing is, like, hilarious. I literally, before I hopped on here, I saw a headline. Report, Eli Manning is losing the Giants locker room. How did that take this long? <laughs> yeah. Didn't that happen in 2000? That should have happened in 2015. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, it's like, OBJ is like, yeah, like, Eli sucks, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, Eli throws him a couple passes downfield. And they still lose, and he's like, yeah, if that's what it takes, like, I don't regret anything. It's like, dude, you're an idiot. You guys lost. See, so I actually didn't see that interview. Um, I, I heard about it, but was he was with Little Wayne during this interview? Yeah, he's with Little Wayne, and they have, like, some connection. I, I, was watch, I was in the gym. I was reading the subtitles, and I heard about what it was about after. It was, are they both from, like, New Orleans or something? I don't know. I have no idea what the connection is. There. I think they're just like two cool black guys and like two like cultural like pop icons or something. Right. Right. Two cool dudes with weird hair. And uh yeah, they're just like OBJ is just like trashing the Giants organization. Essentially. Right after you signed a contract, like, are you happy in New York? He's like, Yeah, not really. <laughs> Come on, it's like what? why did you re sign, you jackass? More power to him. Screw him. I'm not pissed. I just hope Alshon goes off tonight. If he doesn't, my season's literally over because I have fan this week. So there's that. Yeah, so what's the, what's the deal with you, dude? You're just going just gonna to go fire sale, maybe just hit the waiver wires and hope you find a keeper? I will consider it. But I think if I have five losses, if I have five losses, I got to beat Diogo twice. I got to beat. Fam, one more time this year to make the playoffs. I got to beat Brian again. Um, so I have like the hardest schedule probably from here on out. I needed to start quickly this year, and that's the last thing I did. So uh, I I could I I might trade a couple key players. I won't trade everyone. I'm not, I don't want to come in last. But I'll I'll trade a couple guys, and I'll just pick up every guy that was undrafted that looks like he has some potential in hopes of a keeper. But I still have David Johnson. Maybe he'll turn. He'll do better next year. Still a sixth rounder, but yeah. I got to start. If I lose this week, I got to start looking towards the uh, the future. But if I win, we'll be fucking fired up. 
we will be fired up. Why they play the games, you know? That's exactly why they play the games. Well, dude, it's it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. They don't make them like that anymore, folks. It was a pleasure having the little squirt on TFL talk. And uh, to wrap things up, I just want to kind of give a a look forward at this week's matchups, give a little breakdown of all the, you know, what's going on with the teams. I mean, the, it, things have separated a little bit. If, if you're not one and four or four and one, there's only, there's only two teams that aren't one and four or four and one. So there's a lot of, there's a big variance there, which means if teams like me, Andy, John, Brian, Mike's at two and three, if we're going to make a run, it's got to happen this week. I'm facing off with Fam one and four versus four and one. Those games, they they reduce it from a three-game edge to two games. After that, with six games left, I think anything can happen. I do think anything can happen there, Andy. I need you to. I, I need Andy. Andy, we need you to beat Zach this week for everyone else in the most. Mike's got a tough matchup with Diogo, Nagel, and Brian. I mean, that's just, you know, you know what I mean, boys? And then John and Jake. John's just got the worst team I think I've ever seen in my entire life. He said he was going to do something with his lineup. I, I didn't see it. I didn't see any trades coming through. But, you know, he's fielding a – it's a healthy team this week. Uh, he's playing healthy guys. That's a start. But I just want to go through just the teams real quick, kind of break down why some are being so successful and why some suck balls so bad. Let's start off with, with ZC. So ZC, he's got six starters in the top ten at their respective positions. Huge year from Saquon Barkley. Couldn't have asked for more. Fourth-rated running back. Devontae Adams, fifth-rated wide receiver. Jared Cook, fourth-rated tight end. Who knew? TJ Yeldon's the top ten running back. And Deshaun Watson's the top ten quarterback. If that continues, this kid's going to walk right into the playoffs. And then you look at Nagel, somehow 4-1. and one. He doesn't have any position players in the top 10 not named Michael Thomas or Drew Brees. Drew Brees is the second highest rated QB. Michael Thomas, the fourth for wide receivers. And uh, we, as we know, his team basically sucks aside from that. You look at Jakey, okay, the number one QB, number three running back, the number eight tight end in Jimmy Graham, which spells out kind of why he got rid of Zach Ertz. He feels confident he can replicate that production and, and Golden Tate's going to step in and give him a boost at wide receiver. He's got the number one defense on the Bears, which is a midseason acquisition. No one even drafted him. James White's playing like a top 10 running back. I mean, train's rolling for that kid. It's going to be tough to stop. Then you look at Mike. Guy's two games back in the division. We all thought he drafted the best team. Alvin Kamara, the second-best running back so far this year. He's got the third-best tight end in Ebron. Tyreek Hill is the number seven wide receiver. The Packers are the fourth-rated defense. I mean, it's just because I think they had one really nasty game. But he's looking for options elsewhere. But it's been a up-and-down up and season for Mike. He's just run into a couple roadblocks lately. He'll probably figure it out. Now to look at, look at Smoochie. Five starters in the top ten for their positions. The only surprising, yeah, nothing, nothing here is surprising. The only surprising thing is that Sony Michelle is playing so goddamn well, playing, playing out of his goddamn mind. Now you look at Diog, 
How, who knew Adam Thielen would be, who'd have 100 yards in every single game this year in touchdowns in like all but one of them so far, or two of them? Ridiculous. Number one ranked wide receiver. Brady's not even in the top 10 of quarterbacks, and he's having this much success. Jaguars played well. Yeah, it's played okay. And then Kyle Rudolph's, uh, you know, the sixth rated tight end. Other than that, nothing, nothing to really write home about. Julio Jones is the 15th ranked wide receiver. That's not what he expected out of that. And Christian McCaffrey played well, not blowing anybody away. Look at Brian. He's got Goff. If he remembers to play him, he's a top five quarterback right there. He's played like it so far this year. Kelsey's the number one tight end. Gurley's the number one running back. And after that, it's kind of, you know, Mike Evans has had a strong year. He's putting up double-digit performances every game, except for the one right before the bye there. Andy, whoa, what the? Five top ten performers at their positions? This kid, I mean, when when James Conner has to yield some carries to Le'Veon Bell, that's when things will get interesting. That will be interesting. He'll have to start Aaron Jones, maybe work Doug Baldwin in there, carry on Johnson's a good option. Chris Carson, can you rely on him? Will Devontae Freeman ever get healthy? Who knows? Cooper Cup, though, second best wide receiver so far this year. The guy's got five touchdowns. You fucking me? Better not be fucking me. Jesus Christ. That, his team is better than his record says. He's had some bad luck, but he'll turn it around. And then we got, I mean, John's got the best kicker so far in the league this year. And then Ben's the seventh best QB. Other than that, I don't see many low numbers for the, these positional ranks. The lowest is like 16. He got, he's starting Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald is the 79th best wide receiver this year. Jesus Christ. What can you do with that? This kid's just a mess. I might have to rework the schedule and work in a couple of games against John if I'm going to make something out of this year. That's just going to happen. But John, would love to see you start winning. One or four teams are making a fucking push this weekend. Hope everybody enjoys themselves. I'm out of here.